Hello, you're listening to episode one, which is called The Champ Is Here, and we've got an interview with Alex Brown, who is in year 11, and she is a current European boxing champion. We talk her through the DNA of the school and also through her mindset with regards to her approach to boxing. So without further ado, let's get into the interview. Okay, so I'm here with Alex Brown. Um, Alex is one of our Year 11 students and she has come back fresh off the back of an excellent achievement. She has achieved the um, goal of becoming the European Boxing Champion for her weight category. Is it under 46? Under 46, Under 46 kilograms, European Boxing Champion. Um, Something that's just done for a good few years. So we're going to talk to Alex a little bit about um, how she does it. So what are your biggest achievements you think so far, Alex? Probably it's just that, winning the Europeans. I've won the national championships a few times, and I've won the Three Nations as well. Spot on, so national championships, Three Nations, yeah. and the European boxing title. Pretty big achievements, especially for someone that hasn't left sort of school yet. Um, how did you start? When did you start? How did you get into boxing in the first place? My cousin used to box at Newbigin, and he sort of got us into it. He used to, all, all, like, the whole family loves boxing, and all, all the time when the boxing was on, he used to watch it. Good, so like influenced by family yeah. to get started. And when did you start, do you think? About five, six years ago, maybe. Yeah, because did judo as well, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, done them both for a while and then I had to pick one or the other. Right, and you went with the boxing. Why did yeah. you pick boxing over judo? I just preferred it, I thought. I was probably better, than, better with judo than I was boxing at the time, but I just preferred boxing. And a I bit thought, more passion for boxing. I thought I could get more places with the boxing, so... Far, but it's interesting, yeah, good. Um. So we're going to link it to like the DNA of the school and sort of see how your accomplishments have sort of match with those. So first of all, thinking about stretch and challenge, what is it that drives you? Just want to be the best I can be, really. Just get the best, like win the biggest things and try and get better each time. Good. And does that just apply with your boxing or do you think you try and do the same in school? You just try, yeah. Probably just try to get the best marks on the exams and that. Get, get good grades and then hopefully get a good job. Good. Yeah. Um. I know you've got like big ambitions. Obviously, even you're pushing yourself to go to the European Championships. That's a, a big challenge. Being the best in Europe at something. So why why do you set yourself such big goals? What is it you think of? You just you want to be the best, really. And if that's what you've got to do to be the best, that's what you've got to do, isn't it? And where do you think that comes from? Where does that like? Really? At what point in time do you think? Oh, this is I, I want to be. I want to be like the top of what I possibly can with boxing. Like everyone pushes you, like everyone, like you at school, you always ask them what you're doing, what you're doing with your boxing, and all the family pushes you, and all the coaches at the gym, and just everyone wants you to be the best you can. Good, so you learn, you're like, sort of lend a bit of support of yeah. everyone as well, and that helps sort of to drive your ambition. Okay, good. Uh, thinking about collaboration, working together with people, who are the main people that you think you work together with closely with regards to your boxing? Um, like my dad, my dad's really good, he helps out at the gym and the coaches at the gym, they're all pushy. But not just the coaches at Ewing, coaches at England, I always, I go to England train once a month and they're always asking how you're getting on, what you've been doing. Everyone just wants you to be the best. Good. And how, how important do you think it is having a good team around you for your success? Oh, if you didn't, we even had a good team, everyone pushing you, you would just sort of slack off and you wouldn't be pushing yourself as hard. Do you think you could do it as an individual? Probably not. 
you would just find the like the easy way, wouldn't you? You wouldn't push yourself as much. Good, thank you. Um, so we're thinking about we're going to go on to critical thinking, um, which is like you know, your thinking skills. Um, I suppose you try and translate to your boxing. How do you plan to defeat an opponent before about? Like, is there any sort of groundwork that goes into looking at the opponent? Wait, anything like that? There wasn't the Europeans because obviously everyone had a box to get the next sort of stage. So you're watching the videos and you sort of see what they like doing, what they didn't like doing. But everything can change as soon as you get in the ring. Not everyone boxes the same people the same way. Mm -hmm. So it's just about sort of thinking on your feet. Really. I've, I've heard a phrase before saying everyone's got a plan until you get punched in the face. Is, uh, that, is that pretty yeah. true when it's you get in the boxing? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, what about during the fight? So how do you have it? How do you manage to have like a critical thinking and tactics? How is it? How do you keep that together? When it's such a high intensity environment, obviously, boxing is probably the one of the most high intensity where there's literally someone's trying to punch you in the face. <sighs> How do you keep a clear head and, and think, try and think clearly in that moment? Really, just you sort of try and think right. Need to win, win this exchange you call it, and then that leads on to win the round. Mm -hmm. If you win, how many like two rounds, you can still win the fight. So you're very much thinking on an exchange by exchange basis, yes. so literally taking it, what, two or three seconds at a time? Just, yeah, just in the moment. So, for example, yeah, get in, get out with a jab, and then yeah. think about the next move. Good, excellent, yeah, because that's something that obviously I haven't got any combat experience, so it's always interesting to me how fighters remain um, so focused in those moments. Um, moving on to questioning. Do you ever question yourself? Um, maybe your ability or anything like that and if so what sort of things come into your mind and this might be I don't know when you're training or when you're taking time out away from training or maybe in the ring itself what sort of things sometimes go through your head that you question yourself with well, normally I question yourself <coughs> it's normally just before you get in the ring when you're like a bit nervous mm -hmm. and you just sort of ask yourself like what if what if I can't deal with the way the box but as soon as you get in you just forget about it and right so and how do you think that does that help fuel you? Do you get do you do you get anxious or do you get excited? It's a bit of both, really. Sometimes you're nervous. Sometimes you're really excited. It just what depends. do you think was? Can you remember what was running through your head before, like your final bout in the Europeans? To be fair, I weren't that nervous in the finals. It was more the first fight. But as soon as the first fight was over, I didn't really have nerves. Because you had was it three? Did you have in the championship? Yeah. So after the first one, you felt you were in your groove a little yeah. bit. And didn't get as nervous. And what about? Are there any? Is there ever any times where you think, "What am I putting myself through all this for? Like, yeah, why am I doing it?" Sometimes, but then as soon as you get in the ring, if you won, you just get a part of good feeling. Yeah. And, so it's like obviously the joy of winning yeah. and the emotion of winning that, that like almost makes it worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can totally imagine that, especially if you're achieving um, high in your career. Um, thinking about independence. Uh, where are I? Oops, sorry, I've lost me, lost me place. Obviously, boxing is a one-on-one -on -one sport. So, how would you deal with the pressure being on yourself and no one else? Or do you see it that way, or do you see it as a team effort with your coaches behind you? Or you sort of learn to deal with the pressure. Like, I'm not really that fussed about pressure. I just you sort of take it in a stride when you get used to it. Good. So, obviously, did you feel more pressure when you were younger boxing, but as you become a bit more skillful? Yeah, the more fights you have, the less nervous you get. The more you get more comfortable. You just more comfortable people yeah, throwing punches at you, yeah? You enjoy it a bit more, <laughs> to be fair, because you just learn, if, if I lose, I lose, if I win, I win. Good. Um, and I know sometimes you're not always with your coaches, obviously they're not, they don't see what you're eating or doing in school, for example, or yeah. sometimes you might be away on holiday. How hard is it to stay disciplined when you're not with your coaches 
Or does your dad help you as well? Yeah, my, my dad helps, but to be fair, I'm, I don't really normally have to worry about what I'm eating. Right. Normally I've got to try and put a bit of weight on, if I'm <laughs> honest. So, but it's, it is hard, like if you're going on a run and obviously it's just you, you think, oh, I'm a bit tired, I might stop, but just think, no, we, I want to win, don't I? So, and what is it that you tell yourself that lets you push through that barrier? You of think, right, my opponent's going to be doing twice as much as me, what are you going to do about it, sort of thing? Yeah, quality of good, I like that. Um, so next year again, obviously in year 11, the exam's coming up soon, which is another sort of whole thing you have to plan for, but when you gain a bit more independence, what are you looking forward to about that? It sort of it lets you think for yourself, don't it gets you ready for what's going to happen to leave school and that, but working together, it's good as well because you get support and that, don't you? Get a bit of help when you need it. Good. So are you, I don't know, are you nervous about leaving year 11? Because I know we've talked a few times and you're not entirely set on what yet. you're going to do yet, but we've got a few different options to look at. Um, so it might be a case where you stay here or go elsewhere and get that independence. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll see how that pans out. Um, does anything make you nervous? You get a little bit nervous before you get in the ring, but like I said before, the more fights you have, the less you get. Good. And thinking about creativity, um, do you show any creativity in your training? Do you have any like license to try some different things out or anything like that? That's normally when you try it. Like if you if you want to learn how to do something, you sort of do it in your training, do it in sparring, and try and. They get good at it before you get in the fight rather than try it then. So, for example, what was the last new thing you were trying to... I'm trying to teach myself how to box orthodox. I'm trying to teach myself how to box just for, like, 20 seconds southpaw. How to switch. Yeah, just, to... just in case I need to be able to do it. Yeah, why would you do that in a fight, do you think? It just catches the judge's eye. It looks, looks good. And it shows that you're quite skillful doing whatever. Go and give your opponent something else to think about yeah. as well, yeah? Um. And what, is, what do you think creativity is like during a bout, so during a match? It's just sort of doing stuff like that, getting like some sort of like little tricks, little skills off. And is there any, any time where you like, you maybe throw a combination that you wouldn't normally, depending on something that happens in the fight? Sometimes it's just, it's all in the moment, isn't it? It's just so it's just all reactive. What happens, yeah. So you go in with a plan, but then it, it just goes always, out the window, really. goes out the window, totally. <laughs> Uh, well, it's clearly good well for you so far, anyway. Um, right, thinking about resilience. What does resilience mean to you? You just keep going when you're, like, when you're tired, when you're, when you're knackered and you just want to stop, but you now you've got to keep going. What sort of setbacks have you had to deal with so far with your boxing? It's just sort of not having anyone my way to fight. No what? one, like, there's no one to fight, there's no one to really... So what happens when you know you've trained really hard and then you know there's a show coming up or an event and there's no one to fight your weight? You just go around you. Like in the championships I've had to move up loads of times. Mm-hmm. That's what you're saying, we're yeah. putting weight on, you've got to put weight on to find more opponents to fight, yeah. haven't you? You must have a reputation, I don't think. I don't <laughs> it's think they a bit want of a sick Yeah. Um, and you've lost a couple of times, have you? Yeah, I lost twice. So how do you co- how have you cope with them? Where you just you're, you're annoyed with yourself and you can't do anything or what like why why what could I have done better but just deal with it and so how do you um something that was really interesting in sport we'll look at with psychology what do you do with like who do you say has lost the fight or who do you blame do you like look at yourself or do you look at your opponent's performance how do you like so you, I think you always believe yourself because it's individual. Right. Yeah, you've got your coaches and that, but 
they they know what I'm talking about, so you always think, oh, it's my fault. Mm. But you just see what you've done wrong, watch all the videos, and just practice on what you've done wrong. Good. Um. And how do you cope with a loss? Like, what what is there like a turning point where you think, right, okay, I'm not gonna mope or think about this anymore, and I'm just gonna bounce back? How does uh, it like? It's sort of as soon as you get, yeah, I'm like, just think, oh, you need to get over and straight back to the gym the next. Next day, I'll have a day off, go straight back in after that. Good, so you just get back on the yeah. big battle train and back on the wagon, so to speak. Um, right, I'm thinking about what are your plans for the future with your boxing? Obviously, we're told we're, doing, we're not too sure what you're going to do next year academically, but what are you going to do in the future with your boxing and what do you hope to do? I hope to next year win the, the championships and that'll put us in like good position. Get a look at us. Is to that go the national? Yeah, to go at the Europeans. And I think. When you turn youth, which is like two years time, you can get looked at to get on GB and being the Europeans is good because all the GB lot watched my finals like this year. Mm-hmm. They'll watch them next year if I'm in the finals next year. Yeah. And they'll have a look at us and they'll, I'll be like on their radio, radar, so to speak. And have you got any like goals you want to achieve? Even obviously you said you're, you're nationals for next year. Yeah. Have you got any longer term plans? Or anything you want to like the pinnacle of your career, what you'd like to get do with it? Well, I'd like to get on GB and hopefully win all the major tournaments and that. So, Chaz? <laughs> I'd like to go to the Olympics, but Good. there's talk about them. Boxing might not even be in the Olympics. There's talk, but hopefully it will happen. But hopefully, while it's there. Hopefully I get a chance to go. Good. And how do you how do you make sure, you know, when you've set a goal? Because obviously your Europeans would have been a goal for you yeah. this year. How do you make sure you stick to them? It's just... You sort of, well, I had, I had a six, seven week training plan for the Europeans and just take every week, every training session. You just think I'm going to push myself a bit harder today than I did yesterday and then so you get yourself a bit better, a bit better and then you're ready for it at, at the end. Good. Uh, well, Alex, um, I know I speak on behalf of everyone at the school when we're really, really proud of everything you've achieved. Um, you've been an absolute superstar and you do everyone at the school really proud and you do your family and your coaches proud as well. So really well done on the Europeans and all the best for everything you decide to do after year 11. Thank you. Okay, I hope you enjoyed that podcast and uh, listening to Alex and finding out all about how she approaches her sport and her boxing. Um, What I want you to do, I want you to subscribe to this podcast. You can actually access this, believe it or not, on iTunes, on Google Play Podcasts, on Spotify, whatever device you listen to podcasts or your music on. 90% of the time you'll be able to find this podcast it's called Duke's DNA Podcast so type that into the search bar hit subscribe, follow, whatever that is please feel free to leave a comment and let us know what you thought of the interview Um, hopefully your tutors, if you're listening to this in tutor time, they may well give the opportunity to get your phone out and do it now but that is totally their prerogative so please um, like and share this as I say, subscribe and we will be bringing you future episodes as often as we possibly can so thank you very much for listening to episode 1 and goodbye for now.